Hi everyone. Welcome back to Window Chats with Robin, the Instagram live podcast where I sit by my window and chat with very interesting people. Today's guest is Adam Murciano and he's doing a lot of cool stuff and I'm very excited. We've been leaving a lot of voice messages for each other, but now we're going to kind of talk face to face. It's a very exciting big day, big day for me, maybe big day for Adam. I don't know. Maybe not. It is a big day for me. I get excited talking to people. Let's see if, oh, hang on. We're telling more followers to join your video. Thanks, Instagram Live. Oh, hi, yeah. Uh, let's see if this wants to work today. Da -da. And we invite Adam. And here we go. Will it work? Won't it work? Oh my God. Oh my Hello? God. Hi, <laughs> Am I in? Does it work? Okay, good. It's working. Okay, amazing. <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? Is the camera okay? Okay. It is. Uh, yes. You look great. Are you happy with your framing? Yes. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. This is so exciting. Okay. Good to meet you finally. I know. I mean, uh, I mean, we've met over voice note, but. We have. Okay. Anyone, <laughs> like, this is the weirdest experience from your first voice note. I decided we were best friends. I've never I, had that. I know, right? It's insane. <laughs> yes. Um, for those that don't know, I leave a tremendously large number of voice notes. They're very odd. You may have been a recipient of such voice note uh, <laughs> watching. Yes, that's fair. Because you know what? I love a good voice note because like, I just find text so generic sometimes. So I got to right. go, this is me. And this tone. is who I am. Yes, yeah, exactly. Tone. I need the sarcasm, right? right. It just doesn't come across. <laughs> so, oh my gosh. I'm so excited this is happening. Um, I'm also terrified. Um, since I finished your ice cream podcast and now your voice is associated with, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, with Mr. Handsome. So that's what like the problem is with sometimes with like voiceover stuff, especially horror. Like I was like, damn it. Like even I, like, so the way I laugh sometimes I'm like, wait, that's literally how the character laughs. And I'm like, great. It's my last ruin forever for myself. <laughs> it, okay. For those that have not seen the ice cream or seen, you can't see anything no. who have not heard the ice cream pot oh see okay um, <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm assuming that's Sean Neal I never know with people's usernames but yes people know you as Mr. Handsome because that character, the character yeah okay that here here's the problem with that character is because it sounds like you right it is you and you know the character initially you think okay cool they're just an ice cream man and right. then the ice cream man has a history okay stuff <laughs> happens I'm not gonna no spoilers but I, I wonder, Adam, do you have a history that I have yet to learn? You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm scared. I'm They're like thinking, oh, wait, everything is different. Yeah. <laughs> You're like putting everything in perspective now. You're like, I don't know. Like, always check the bottle of the face creams. <laughs> That's all I'll say. <laughs> that, oh, my. Okay. Because you wrote that too, right? right? You wrote ice cream? I co-wrote it. I had amazing writers with me and we all kind of wrote it together, but we wrote it very fast. It was like in three, no, two weeks, I think we wrote the whole thing. It just kind of came out. <laughs> I think those I are like the, those are the best ones though. Like when they just come out and you're not like scrambling and like grabbing at things. I don't know. I feel like the, it was just, it's just so natural. I was like, I have to make this because it's just, I don't know. Yeah. We had the best time. It's, that was really well. So it's really funny. I know I have a podcast. I don't listen to podcasts. I don't do it. Like, I never, I don't listen to them. I don't understand why people like them. And then I listen to yours and I go, okay, I get it. Uh, it <laughs> Thank was, you. Well, there's so much going. It's not just people talking. You know, I'm sitting by my window chatting with people that I think are interesting. What a premise. Wow. But 
yours is so you have the sound effects you have the characters there's a story oh my god i didn't know what doing anything i thought there were flies in my house i was terrified i'm looking around i was freaking out oh my goodness yes. sound effects are incredible thank oh. you for saying that i you don't understand i'll spend hours and hours looking for a single open of a door sound effect or walking footsteps sound effect it's so important to me and I think it's interesting that you said that because I feel like the fiction podcasts are so niche and I don't expect anyone to really like them or listen to them if they're not your thing so a lot of people do like the, the talk show shows and shows like yours like the people do enjoy that stuff right but I just felt like you know how can I make something that's like still in the acting vein with my actor friends and still keep it kind of interesting and immersive. And I thought that I've heard of a bunch of different fiction podcasts and I was like, let me just try making this. So that's what I did, you know? And I, again, I don't have like the budget for like a camera crew and like a lighting crew. I also don't know those many, that type of people to ask for those kind of favors. So I was like, how can I make something that's like, you know, I can, I can do it myself with my friends, you know, for very cheap. It's very cheap to make. So, but it doesn't sound cheap. <laughs> it did not no, sound cheap. This sounded big budget podcast money, okay? This Thank is you. Robin has an iPhone money, okay? She's got a window and a phone. Wow. Yours is, I, I can't believe this was low budget. Because, Thank you, yes. Like, the, oh my God, sound editing alone. I go, what? Is, I don't know how you found some of those sounds. Thank it you. was It was insane. Oh. Stick to the internet, <laughs> spend hours, you know. So you found all these sound clips for yeah. free? Oh, no, not for free, here. not for free. Okay. I, I, oh. I, have a, I subscribe to a bunch of sound effect websites, oh. but I have a bunch of them and I'm just like, but there's a lot, right? Like if you want a yeah. door opening, it's like, but it depends on what the, like, it's like, it's weird. It's like, again, it's called sound design, right? But I was designing in my head, like what the house sounds like. Like, is he walking on wooden floors or is he walking, you know, on tile? Those little things like, actually make a difference in my opinion because i think it like helps tell the story more than just like slapping a sound effect of a footstep walking on something you know i don't know no, maybe i'm crazy you're not <laughs> that's, that's why i loved listening because it was the details it was okay someone's getting into a car well the car door right. has to open and close oh not just not just any car it's a 1980s car you got to figure out what kind of car and what kind of engine it's like it, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Like, sometimes it's a little too much that I get, like, to my head with, and I wish I could, like, turn it off. But I enjoy it, and I love it, and that, to me, is, like, fun. So, I don't know. I get a little nerdy like that. <laughs> it's, yeah. I, like, I just, I think it's passion. You know what I mean? It like, is. Anyone can choose random floors and cars, but, no, it's a specific car, it's a specific floor, and it yeah. adds to the experience, and then it's believable. And right. that's, you know, I go, oh, okay, I know this sound, I know the floor they're on now. Mm -hmm. um, again, I could be a nerdy listener, so there's right. a lot of exactly, <laughs> exactly. Going, How is he editing this? How is he designing oh, this? I, I was in shock because again, you know, I support people. I really want to help support people that are doing cool stuff. So I don't know what to expect. And as soon as I turn it on, I go, okay, right. there's an intro. What? There's this guy with a really cool voice that's introing things. What? There's a disclaimer <laughs> yes. in the beginning. Oh my god. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Shout out to Raj, my good friend from back in kindergarten he has the best voice and I was like I need you to do the credits and the, and the intro because you have such a cool voice and yeah friend from yeah. kindergarten wow you really don't forget where you came from <laughs> <laughs> but yes again thank you I remember you like DM me because I followed you and I watched a few you interviewed my friend Ryan and Layton and oh I right yeah yeah okay. stuff. yeah and I just I just followed you because I was a fan and then you DM me you're like hey um like 
I don't know what your like the 911 stuff is, but I'm starting to dig into it. And I think you're doing a really cool job. Keep keep up with that. And I was like, thank you. And then you're like, hey, you like came back you're like, hey, I just listened to something. Would you be down to come on? I was like, of course. Thank you for having me. So yeah. It's you know what? I think the follow culture creeps me out sometimes. So I go, who's following me? You know, sometimes <laughs> yes. I'm like, who is following me? Who are these people that actually care what I'm posting? And I go, well, this person's very interesting. And it was it was more so it was you're putting so much out there. Like, you not only did you do the ice cream month, but you did another podcast. Is it called Cascadia? Yeah, Cascadia. Okay. Yeah. You, you did more before that. And I go, oh, my God, I'm so tired. What's happening? <laughs> oh, I'm so I... tired. <laughs> if you know me, you know, like, all my friends are just like, they know when I start a podcast, they're like, okay, well, we're not going to see you for, like, two months because I just kind of disappear. Um, but it's a lot of work. You would not think so, but it is. It is oh my God. Uh, yes. Listening to that, I would think so because I know how much work this is. And yes. So, yes. <laughs> like you added a lot of things that I'm not doing. So exactly. okay, you write the podcast yeah. with your co-writers mm -hmm. then you find the place to record it. You cast it. What's the, how did this come about? What is the deal? Okay. So the story Enlighten was, the audience. Okay. okay, so the story was, it was 2020, and I got dropped by my agent, Ugh. and it was devastating. It was, like, a, a few days after COVID was announced. I guess he was clearing out his roster of people who weren't booking, and I wasn't doing that well. I got a lot of callbacks and a lot of shortlists, but I wasn't, like, fully really booking that much, and so I guess he kind of just let me go, and I was really devastated. I didn't know what to do. I just moved to Vancouver for him, and I, I'm from Toronto, so... You know, I moved to Vancouver for to start that whole new journey and everything. And then he dropped me and it was like really, it was really hard. And so for the whole year, I was like trapped. I didn't know, like I couldn't get an agent. Nobody was taking on anybody. I was an audition. Yeah. And I was like, okay, well, like, you always hear as an actor, make your own work, make your own work, make your own work. And I'm like, I, I can't, I don't know how, I don't know camera people. I don't know lighting people. Like I'm not going to do it myself because I know it's going to look bad. So I was just like, I don't know what to do, but I've always wanted to start a fiction podcast. And I've heard them. I know, again, it was very niche at the time. It still is very niche. But um, I think at the time, Limetown just came out, which is uh, with Julia Roberts. And that was a fiction podcast. Sorry, my camera's shaking. Um, so I've seen, like, a bunch of shows get turned into television series and movies. And I was like, okay, you know, I, I can I, – let me, let me just try this. I went to Humber College for audio editing and film editing, all these things. So I was like, okay, let me let – me, this is, like, what, what else do I have to lose, right? So I wrote, like, four or five pilots literally just for myself, like, just to see which one I resonated with the most. And I picked one, and then we just started to make it. And uh, the way we made it, it was it – was, we did it all over Zoom. And I, I casted all my friends who were actors and stuff. And again, the, the best part was 2020 because everybody was out of work. So everyone was kind of down to do it. Nobody was busy. So I, I was very shy to ask people because I was like, oh my gosh, this is my first time making anything. My first time writing anything. Like, I don't know if they're going to want to work with me. And all my friends, they, they did. And so we did it over Zoom and I started editing it. But it didn't sound good because everyone had different mics. And yeah. also, I was recording each person separately. It wasn't doing it like a big Zoom room. We were doing each separate person. So my director, my lovely director, Antonio, he warned me. He said, Adam, this is going to be a nightmare. You're going to have three hours from this character, like a footage from this character, three hours of this character, this, and you're going to piece it all together. Like, I'm like, no, no, I, it's okay. I, I want the best performance of each actor. I feel like if we're all in one thing, it might be a little crazy and then delays on Zoom. I don't know. I was just like, I want everyone to have their own. So he was right. <laughs> it was a disaster. It took so long to edit anything. 
and it just didn't sound good. It didn't sound like we were in the same room, which was which was the truth. We weren't in the same room. And so we came up with the first two episodes and I sent it to him and he was like, it's good, but it doesn't sound like, it just sounds off and it bothered me. And it, was, yeah. it, didn't, it didn't bother me that he was honest. It just bothered me that like, if he could tell, then, you know, Joe Blow in Idaho will be able to tell, right? So- Classic so, Joe. Right. So I woke up one day, I'll never forget this, and I called him and I said, will you kill me if I scrap everything? Because at this point we've been working on this for like a few months. He's like, would you kill me if I scrapped everything? And we went to the recording studio, I'll pay for everything. And he said, Adam, I was just, I couldn't, I can't, couldn't be happier. <laughs> so we scrapped everything and we took everybody to the studio. And by then that was good because we were all kind of, we already practiced, every, every mm. after practice and kind of knew their character. And we recorded it in five days and then, put it out there so again I didn't think anyone would listen to it maybe our close friends or family but then when it started to like blow up I was like shaking and shook <laughs> so yeah and wait, today, wait you were you recorded this in five days five but well actually Cascadia was five days ice cream was supposed to be five days but we did it so the actors the other actors were so good on it we did it in four days we were scheduled for five but they did it they killed it they did it in four days and me and Antonio were like what <laughs> like that's can we do anything else? Yeah, so it was really fast, but yeah. Was everyone just in Vancouver? Did people fly into Vancouver? What was the... For which show? For well, I... um, so Cascadia, was everyone in Vancouver? The first Yeah, time? everyone was in Vancouver. We did actually okay. do one day in Toronto because one of the actresses was in Toronto. And so okay. we just did one little pickup in Toronto. And then with Ice Cream, um, episode four, which is the flashback episode, all those actors yeah. are from Toronto. So that, I really that, like to work with a lot of my Toronto right? friends. Pardon? That was Steven? Pardon? Steven, yes. Yes, Steven, my friend Alexandria, uh, Emily Strange, all these actors I've wanted to work with so long in Toronto, because I get them from here too. They, I decided to do like the flashback episode here because I think that, you know, I want to, why not, right? So, yeah. I, it is really weird. So I've trained with Steven, um, oh my gosh, I don't know the last class I took with him. He's great. Um, He's the best. He's really lovely, and he was also a guest on Window Test. But um, yes! I, I only say that because I was listening, mm -hmm. and then I knew Stephen was in it. I just didn't know when. And then I hear his voice, and then I'm like, "No, <laughs> what?" Because you, you, you know, you did a little got creative with his character. Get a little filter, yeah. And, I, <laughs> and then I, met, I, I was terrified uh, because Stephen always plays what I've seen in his real. He plays those kind of characters, but then yeah. hearing it. And then with the sound effects that I've discussed that terrified me, I go, oh my gosh, I cannot look at Steven if he's in person again, because I'm just going to freak out. <laughs> yes. It was, oh. Yeah, well, was I was great. kind of intimidated to ask him, because he's like literally such a legend, and like he's so talented. And I ran, yeah, into, him okay, Lewis, I, I ran into him at the Lewis Ballmander party in the summer, and I was like, wait, he would be perfect uh, for this. So I just kind of messaged him. I said, hey, I don't know if you'd be down for this, but, you know, and he said, of course, I'm so down. And he came in, he just absolutely crushed it in the studio, and... Me and Antonio were literally jumping in the sound room. We're like, we got it. Like, you're so good. So, yeah. Yeah. Everyone was good. I, I was just saying, Steve, Janet was on it too. Janet, Janet was on it. Yes. She, that was, she recorded that remotely. She was, it was a quick last minute thing that I want to add. And she did it from her studio. Because I know she has a podcast. So I was like, you have all the stuff. You can do it. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I love, right? Like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, here you go. Here's some files. Whatever. Exactly. And you know what? And I, I'm, I'm fine with like recording remotely. And that's something I'm so down to do in the future as well. But I think there's something like magical with especially this type of podcast to record in the same room. 
against one another and stuff. It's like you know, like a scene partner, right? Like it's it's I don't know. It just helps it bring it more to life. And as an actor, so like, yeah, I was gonna ask. Fun. Okay, yeah, I, I was because it seemed like they were in the same room, and that's why <laughs> I thought it was just amazing editing. The fact that they that makes sense. Uh, yes. Not that the editing wasn't great, but I go, no, no this you. is very conversational. You know, yeah, yeah, so yeah. We, we go, recorded in the live room. Yeah, okay. it's a live room, so we're all, and that was challenging during COVID because we had to wear our masks in between takes and everything and mm. air in the room for Cascadia for ice cream was more chill. But we recorded in a studio in Vancouver for most, the most, for most of both of the shows, the Flash Recording Studios, and they have a big live room and we got to like kind of just record off of each other. We got to physically be like physical with one another in, the, in some scenes, which was really fun as well. I don't know, it's just a whole different experience that I never thought I would do as an actor, you know? And now I'm kind of like finding this whole new world and it's just literally so fulfilling. I don't know. Yeah. I Do you know, but I see it because I was envisioning it on camera. Is that the yes. next step? Because I just see it, right? Yeah. You know what I mean? I go, okay, here's uh, like I'm picturing, I'm doing location scouting in my head because I have a problem. <laughs> but I, uh, I, I just see it. I see it coming to life. And I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in. It's definitely something I would love to do like down the road. But right now I just want to focus on making good content, making good stories and audio and building our fan base. And I see that eventually maybe one day get there. I mean, that's obviously that would be the, the best end goal, but I just, I think we're still so new and I just want to, I still have to prove myself. Right. So oh, I know that's fair. See, I just jump ahead. I go, cool. You did this. Let's go. <laughs> let's just let's take it and run with it and see what happens. Um, <laughs> right? I did get a shout out from Evan Bezimer, the man, the myth, the legend. Hi, Evan. I just, and oh yes. And then, I uh, yeah. Dog. You walked his dog? I, I watched his dog the other day. I was in Vancouver like last week, so I was watching his dog. He just got a dog, <laughs> so I was watching his dog. <laughs> and, now, and now he's watching you. Okay. And now he's well, watching look you. Look at this cycle of. Hi, everybody. Oh, yeah. I feel like there's so many people in this watching this. I'm nervous. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you kind of come on and then go off, and you're going, oh, hey, cool. Yeah. Because um, they're like, wait, what's happening? Is someone talking? Yes. Yes. People watching us talk. Okay. <laughs> Can you imagine if your podcast was like an Instagram live? I would people are commenting, freak out. Don't go through the door. <laughs> oh my god, that'd be actually kind of cool. Like, choose your own adventure. Hi, Vic. Yeah. <laughs> Say everybody. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. There's also a delay, so you know, Vic could have said hi a couple right. minutes ago. Right. Well, it's my first time doing Instagram live. Like, I would not want to do it with anyone but you, who's like the queen. So. Oh my god. Thank yeah. you, Crown. Yeah. Uh, that's lovely. I appreciate yes. that. How about you? Have you done any voiceover work? Oh my, well, okay. I was thinking, cause I did, um, I like to make connections, um, yeah. slash I like people, but I did this one recording for this film that was supposed to come out two years ago. Uh, but I recorded it last summer at Post City and Ooh. I play this evil triangle robot that controls the house which is so fun. I oh can't wait God. to see it because it was luckily with that, it was just me in the room. So I'm just oh doing God. all this dialogue and I go, what voice should I give her? Is it like a hey was... kind of thing? Like a... Yeah, yeah. But, but they didn't want it too robotic, but I go, right. what if we make her robotic at the end? Ooh. So, you know, just play with it. And then I don't know what takes they're going to use. I gave them options, but I'm always cool. so, in that's like as an actor, it's so exciting to see what they chose slash what, I get to play with. It's right. Fun. Yeah. Right. And wait, so were you in a recording studio doing that? Or did you get to like, did you see the footage and like react to it like as you're watching or was it just like you in the booth? So it was, they had the final, the feature. Yeah. And then I just voiced on top of right. it. Right. So again, That's it's so, so fun. fun because you know, it's okay, cool. You have two seconds to say this line. 
right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, Or you have a really large amount of time to say one line and you go, all right, Mm -hmm. let's insert dramatic pauses. (laughs) Right. (laughs) And they can always edit. That's the beauty with audio. Like they can edit, they can add the beats, they can cut the the beats, everything. It's, you know, it's fun. It's good. Yeah. It's, but it's so, I never realized how long it takes till I go, I was, you know, ADR or whatever after the fact, right? And that was, they, they shot it probably a little during COVID, like in the Mm -hmm. beginning, Mm -hmm. right? And then it's a year and a half later and I go, hey, I'm going to come in and do these lines. Yeah. And then maybe it releases this year. We'll find out. Okay. Well, let me know. I'll definitely tune in. But it'd be weird to see a movie that I voice. Right. You know, like, because a podcast, you just listen to whatever, but to see a movie and I don't see my face. But you're hearing yourself playing a robot. Yeah. It's, yeah. I think that'd be, yeah. And I'm sure they're going to add, like, a little vocal thing to your voice. Well, I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, we'll find out. Exactly. That's yeah, we'll see. I, I left it there. I go, I love to hear how my voice came out. Uh, that's so funny. Oh, what's your next project? Well, um, a question from the audience. We, we don't have to reveal anything. There's no pressure to answer any of the questions. I'm going to throw hard questions at you. Well, we're working very... on a lot right now, but right now, actually today, Tasmania. Oh, what? I think I got delayed. I know. <laughs> sorry. What? <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. Um, today, Cascadia actually just released, re-released a French version, which was really cool. It came out today. So... I'm about to post it after this chat, but yeah, they we had a whole they had a whole bunch of like French actors redo our voice. It was really weird. It was like getting dubbed, like a podcast getting dubbed, and I was like, "That's such a crazy concept." But like, yeah, that came out today. But we are working on three other projects right now in pre-production, which I actually want to talk to you about after we hang out. Oh my um, god, I'm so excited! And, okay. Yeah, and uh, and yeah, there's so much. 2023 is gonna be a good year. I'm excited. I just came on because I want to audition for you because I want to be a horrifying character too. No audition. But... You're so talented. I feel like I just, <laughs> I just have you on. Yeah. Oh my God. I, can I tell you, I love not auditioning. It is right. such a highlight when someone just goes, I see this character for you. I go, oh my God, thank you so much. Yes. Yeah. Even if it's a character that I go, oh God, why? But I'll do it. <laughs> but right. also, oh. Okay. Like Robin, I, I really need a 50-year-old woman. Oh. Okay, okay. I'll do it. Yeah, I'll do it. Oh. <laughs> How's the hair and makeup on that show? <laughs> Fine. Um, yeah. Cool. Yeah. 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 Please. Yeah. I can uh, add I can a my hair. Uh, I can just not sleep for a couple days. That's cool. Right. Helpful method. Let's do it. Right. <laughs> exactly. But I, so wait, for French, backtrack a bit. Did yeah. you, uh, did you do the audio for that as well? Or did someone just take it over no. and. They approached us and they were like, hey, would you, we have, there's, it's a French app called Blind Audio and they make a lot of, they buy a lot of the American fiction audio dramas and then they dub it into French for a French audience because they don't really have a lot of French content. So they approached me and I honestly didn't think it was real at first. So again, I just, I, I struggle with like imposter syndrome. I'm always just like, I'm happy to be here. Like, I don't really like, yeah. So they're, they, they want to do it and they want to like dub the whole show into French. And I was like, that's so cool. And so in May we've like, we signed a deal and we did everything. And then they had like all these actors come in. And so to hear myself being like my character that I wrote with my friend Antonio, like being recreated in a French, it's just so trippy. But to answer your question, I, I sent them all the files. It's almost like karaoke. So they got the whole scenes without our vocals. So then the actors can just go in and like redo the, the scenes, if that makes sense. So um, they have the sound effects? 
effects? They have the no. stems. It's called stems. Okay. So they have the sound effects and the music and all that stuff like built into the scene. And then they just kind of recreate it, which is really cool. So it's streaming right now on the Blind Audio app, if you guys check it out. If you guys like French, if you are French, sorry. Um, you want to I like French. French. I'm not <laughs> like bonjour. French. Yes. Did everyone else have to take grade 10 French? OK, that's right. random. Yeah. I dropped it. I, I'm so bad. Oh, wow. Right. <laughs> well, I mean, I didn't take 11 and 12. I'm like, I don't know if I, I'm not going into politics. I'll just, I'm done. It's good to have. I wish I kept with it. But I'm just, yeah, I, no, I don't know. <laughs> It's okay, just do Duolingo and then go, oh. Right, sure. exactly. These days Sell you can the just do that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just, I'm, that's, that's amazing though. That's because, so I was trying to figure out, so you did Cascadia, which is also just to get, so that was underwater, right? I was hearing yes. the underwater sound effects, which was also blowing my mind. How are you doing that audio? <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy Is this a thing. filter? I don't even know how you found <laughs> that. Uh, it was just, oh. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. It's like, I, I think I was leaving voice messages. Um, Adam, are you for real? What is happening <laughs> right now? You were not confident. I don't understand why. It was so confusing. It's Thank you so, so much. Because, you. yeah, I'm just going to, because this is what it is. It's, it's you, you were, yes, okay, fine, whatever self doubt that you were talking about, but you mm -hmm. did it. Right. You Thank go, you. not yeah. only did you do it, you're like, I'm going to, I got to do it well. Right. But I really have to give it up to, I mean, like, it's not, I mean, a lot of it was the help of my director, Antonio, who helped so much with the writing and who helped direct us. Because I'm, when I'm in the studio, I'm focused as an actor. I'm not, so he's catching all that stuff, right? And so thank God for him. And then with Ice Cream, you know, he helped a lot with that as well. And then our other, Adam, our other writer, Adam, and all of the actors, like I cannot just take full credit for it. Um, it's, it's really such a team effort. And I'm just so thankful that anyone would want to work with me and like do this with me. Because again, it's like, it's such a, I'm first of all so new as like a creator but also just like the whole medium is so new and different that like I'm like just trust me you guys I promise you'll I'll make you sound good and I'll sit there and I'll make sure that maybe you said the line really good on take five but everybody else was really good in take three but I'll make sure that I'll take that to make you look good because I, I feel like we all have to look good and sound good to make the performance the you know the whole show look good right it's not just about like choosing take three and maybe you weren't that good but I don't care it's fine it's about like the details of making everyone sound their best. And yeah, and that's with the directing and everybody, like everybody coming all together and, and doing that. So, yeah. It, it shows though, cause it's, do you ever, do you leave room for improv with these things? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Did that's you catch cool. that? Well, there were parts, I go, wow, this was either really well written. Like <laughs> not, not that it all was, but there were right, parts right, where right. I go. Thank you. And again, knowing that everyone was in the same room too, there were some mm -hmm. scenes, I think it was multiple people. And I thought that's either the tightest writing I've ever heard or they're <laughs> in this, you know what I mean? They're in the same room yes. figuring it out. And I love that. No, we always did like a few takes scripted. And then we always give like maybe two takes fully improv. We're like, okay, you guys know where you're going. You know what has to be said. With Cascadia, it was a little more tighter because there was like a lot of like sci-fi like things that we have to hit and like things that we have to like say in order to for it to make sense like it has to be scientifically correct whatever right um, but with ice cream it was kind of more loose we were just like okay you just have and i always tell the actors before we like start anything i'm like hey guys like if something doesn't sound good to you when you're reading the script change it i don't care because i know as an actor like when you get an audition or you get like a script and you're like Ugh, this is so scripty i would never say this my character would never say this no and then they get so offended if you don't say it the way, like, word. So I'm always just like, guys, make it your own. 
like just make sure it's just that I'm, I care about it being more natural sounding than like scripty if that makes sense so I yeah. really want your next one to have a gosh golly or something really you know that <laughs> yes <laughs> that just so old-timey speak right make me laugh golly, yes, like, golly. Full like, on, yeah. yeah just a whole Pleasantville <laughs> vibe of yeah yeah Oh, yeah, it's fun for me. It's just fun to listen to someone fully commit to talking like that. That's always right? fun. I go, right? where did just... them go? Okay. Yeah. All right. Maybe we'll just have like that one character. <laughs> Everyone else is like talking normal. Just that one character fully like, that's a good we idea. We don't talk about Emperor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. So wait, when you write this, did you picture yourself in the characters? Well, I know you co-wrote it. Sorry, I keep saying you wrote this. I'm yeah, yeah. aware it's a team. When Thank I say you, yeah. you, I mean, you as a collective. I know you're giving credit to everyone because you're lovely. <laughs> but you. you as a collective writing yeah. this, you go, I really want to play an ice cream man that does X, Y, and Z. Right. Really trying not to do spoilers because everyone right, should right, get into it. Right. Um. Are you trying to say, like, for me, like, when I write my, like, a character for myself, like, if I... If so, I, like, for, for me, if I'm writing a sketch, I go, oh, I would really love to, to play this kind of character. Mm -hmm. So then I, I write it, and then I find people who can play my counterparts, and I go, let's Got play, you. you know? I don't really... I think because I'm producing it, editing it, like, I'm doing a lot of it, I don't really think of me, this is going to be for me, for, I'm, I'm thinking overall as a story. Ooh, so okay. I'm not really thinking like, okay, I want to play this kind of character, but I'm just like, I'm more story driven in that way for both Cascadia and I. So maybe the next one I will be more character driven, but I, I kind of write it as a whole and then I'll kind of cast myself after. I'm like, okay, which one do I want to play? Um, yes. So it's, it's for me about the story and I, you know, both, both times I've gotten to play two different characters, but um, I got to have a lot of fun with that. Yeah. So I just kind of think in terms of the whole story and just in general, when I'm writing and then later on yeah. I, I guess I kind of an, I have an idea yeah. of where like when I am writing I'm like okay maybe I want to play this character but then it changes and then so I don't know yeah I honestly I'm gonna be honest I kind of black out when I write so I don't even I'm trying to think back like the both times I'm, I'm like I don't know did I do that I don't know I everything the last two years has been such a blur and um I don't really remember a lot of it but I think that like I said like I do remember like I write as a, a like more of a story instead of just like okay more for me, if that makes sense. No, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. I, I get that because I reread something I wrote a couple of weeks ago. It was crazy. I still sent it to a friend. Um, he actually was very nice about it, but it, it is insane. Um, <laughs> well, I, I, it's, it's like a very weird MLM kind of vibe. And I go, I don't, I don't think this is funny. It was very nice. Yeah. Uh, I will have to talk to him after this and be like, no, I know it's terrible. But it, no. it was just sometimes I write it and I go, because I, you know, I did a class and I go, oh my God, this is so culty and like MLM mm -hmm. vibes of, what's happening, you know, buy my book and then right. this class and then this is the steps you have to take to achieve perfection as an actor. And you go, okay. You're like, so you yeah. know, roll with that. That's a funny sketch, but it was, it, it doesn't always translate. So I love that you kind of just black out, have your process and go, yeah, I'll play whoever speaks to me at the time. Yeah. I mean, obviously like, I, I feel like Mr. Hanson was such a fun character to play and Declan, which was in the Cascadia, he was such a fun character to play. So, you know, it's cool to have the first dibs, I guess. And then cast Yeah. <laughs> but did you, because here's the thing. And again, I just know you from the voice notes initially. Like, did you yeah. surprise yourself with your vocal range at any point? Yeah, I did. I did. Because like, I, I haven't had I much. Because I hear like a very positive guy all the time. And then I hear you on ice cream. And I go, oh. It's dark. Yeah. 
I don't, again, it was, it was, I'm so new to voice work and voice acting, but the way that I was set up, it wasn't like just me in a booth reading a script by myself. I was working with the other actors. So it really did feel like I was on set. So it kind of, yeah. it just kind of felt like I was on set really. Um, but to, yes, I do feel like it was, like, I, I definitely went there vocally on both shows really. And I just, I'm like, wow, who, that's weird. That's not me. And okay, let's go with it. And it's also like, oh, there's a lot of times I called Antonio actually right before I came out. I was like, this is too much. Like, should we not put this out? I don't know if this is like too, I don't know. Like I was kind of scared at first. I was like, do I, do I sound like a I crazy? I don't know. And he's like, Adam, no, it's good. Put it out. I was like, okay. I, I <laughs> so. love this conversation that you had. This is legitimately anytime before I post anything, I go, oh, okay, I'm canceled. Yeah. Bye. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm sharing, but it's you you did it right it, it's uh it's thank so you. good I don't thank you so lie. much actually I wouldn't lie I just wouldn't have you on my podcast right <laughs> <laughs> exactly you know like you thank know, you so oh, much I appreciate it. and like I told you this privately you know you work so hard on something like your your show you know how it is and you work alone a lot of the time and so when you hear people say these kind of things and I'm like I, I I'm, a, I'm a troll like I stalk on reddit and <laughs> stuff I'm reading everyone's comments secretly and I'm hearing people say all these good things and it just, it's so heartwarming. Cause again, it's like, I do all this for really not that much money and you, or any at all. And then you just kind of like hear people be so entertained by it. It's like, it really is something special. So thank you for saying that. Well, you paid the yeah. actors too, right? If I'm not yeah. mistaken. Yes. That's yeah. crazy. Yes. You're paying people. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now cool. Yes. This one, we had a little more budget for ice cream. The first one it was all like favors. All my friends kind of came in. We all did this, but with ice cream, yeah, we had more of a, a budget. So, and yeah. you can make money now. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yes. So with the French deal that we have, they they want to buy all our content, and then so that's you know that's good money. And then we also are with a, an ad agency, so they help us get ads now, and you know BetterHelp just sponsored us, which is a therapy company. If you want to use our promo slash Cascadia. But yeah, we, we do, um, we, we, we've been getting income now, which is really cool. And it's just like, okay, that's, that's a bonus, right? Again, you don't do this for the money. You do this because you want to do it. And then, and you know, I, I, I just, I feel like a lot of people do want to do it for the money, but it's like, you have to make sure the content is like decent before that happens, right? You have to have the foundation and then all that other stuff comes later on, right? If you're lucky. So we were lucky and we were able, we're starting to see all that now. But that's almost like two years later, right? It's like two years of hard work. That's still pretty quick. Because uh, I literally got a Facebook re reminder of I did a whatever student film eight years ago. I go, oh, my God, I've been trying to do this for eight years. Right. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah. It, well, Facebook memories are brutal. Oh, <laughs> they just they just remind you how old you are. You're like, ah, yeah. that was 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 I mean, like as a professional adult, not as our successful child child actor. Right. I love right. I love right. that you were a child actor so much and I love what you do with your bar mitzvah money. Uh <laughs> like I just I love that little blurb you wrote for me because it made me smile. Yes. Uh, yes. because it is so different when you're a child versus mm -hmm. an adult. Like I don't know about you, but I this past little while I've been very disheartened in a sense of you know, I just go down this negative spiral, which actually is really funny because sometimes it helps for characters because I go, good, yes. you wanted someone angry. Amazing. Still. Yes, boom. But <laughs> it doesn't, doesn't always work. But because yeah. uh, I'm like, how angry can I be? Oh, I should be super angry for this character. Noted. But yeah. it's, uh, it's hard. It's a really hard business. And 
it's it's like what you said too, right? If you start doing it for the money, uh, good luck. Yeah. But when you create something, and that's that's part of why I just like I love you as a human being because you use so many people, and yeah, you called in favors, but also like people want to work with good people, right? You had a good a couple yes. of scripts, right? And you send it out. And I'm assuming you're lovely to work with because I've enjoyed just planning this chat with you. I go, oh my gosh, she's so genuinely a lovely person. Thank you. Um, and, and I think that's what's going to help you in the business is because people are going to want to work with you and you're good, right? It's Thank not, it, talent helps, but also being a good person that's lovely to work with is, is a, plus. It's a plus. Yeah, no, yeah. it's, it's, I mean, that, I mean, I was just raised that way though. Like I was always raised to be treated with respect and kindness and, all these things, and I, I, that just, I mean, the fact that there's people who aren't respectful and kind in the industry, it's just, it's so crazy to me, but yeah, I don't know, it's, that's, I've gone through a lot in this industry, and I think that, like, if anything, I'm sure you know this, by being a child actor, it, it gives us thick skin, because we've seen it all, we've done it all, we've gone through so much, and I think being rejected so much as a kid and as a teenager, like, those are formative years, and I, like, kids our age weren't going through rejection as hard as we were you know and I think that like did you know it was another... rejection though like did you know because at first when I was you know young and naive and they go you, you leave like I had a call back and then you have the second call back and yeah. they go we'll call you and you yeah. know little child oh okay cool they have my phone number uh, uh no yeah. they're, they're not calling you little no, I, yeah and even like being shortlisted they're like are you available like you're it's down to you and somebody else and I'm like okay, I made time to drop everything for this audition in the last minute. I will make myself available for this shoot. Like, just don't tell me. Just tell me if I booked the role. You know what I mean? And it's like, I don't know. You get used to it, though. You get used to that whole industry process. But, yeah, I don't know. How old were you when you started? Oh, God. I want to say, like, six or seven. Uh, but it was... Oh, you were really young. Oh, yeah, so I was... I was very young, but also I was awkwardly tall for my age and I didn't know that. So uh, I had like a lot of people really successful around me and yeah. I couldn't, because I didn't look like a child. I looked like I was their mom. It's the biggest right, joke right. in my family. Like right. I, when I, there's a picture of me and my three siblings and I look like I'm their mom. It's just, I was very <laughs> tall and it was um, like, I was on a kid's show and I, I was the babysitter because I couldn't play the Barney kids. It's not, it wasn't Barney, it was a, bad version of Barney. Right. But you know what wow. I mean? Like she's not a child. Yeah. And yes. I go, that's fair. Um, yeah. That's probably why I had a mature sense of humor at the age of like 12. Because uh, right. that's, yeah. But it's like, very, it's, it's kind of like, don't you, I feel like the industry almost tells you what you should be. And right. I love that nowadays, you know, everyone be who you are and love your body. Yes. And I go, oh my God, I did not grow up like that. Like I grew up feeling insecure and uncomfortable mm -hmm. and I was never never good enough you know so it's not well it's funny that you just you just kids. say that now because you did tell me just before we got on you're like oh yeah i was just going over your bio and you told me that you had braces and i had braces oh, too God. and that was kind of like a career killer and it was which is so crazy to me because i feel like that was only like 10 years ago for me when i had braces and that was still not a thing like you couldn't have braces on tv which is so weird because everybody has braces. Not. that's normal but today it's like that everyone's about like you know everyday people, real people, which is amazing. We love that, right? We want all that different shapes and sizes. Da, 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 da. But back then, I swear, it wasn't even like that. No, it was not. I got braces on when I was yeah. 12 or 13. And then, you know, six years later, uh, yeah. I'm a teenager yeah. going into kinesiology. Uh, so that's, <laughs> right. that was my path. 
but it, it does like it, it was so weird because I see people now and they're all relatable and I go you right. not allowed to be relatable back in the day <laughs> right just, I was right. like that and that bothered me so much but like I couldn't say anything obviously right so but I'm again I'm happy I'm happy it's changed it, and, it, that's uh, the thing. It is good that yeah. it's changed. It's good yeah. for the young generation coming up. Right. But I go, but that's not fair. Like, I have right. an eating disorder. That's right. not okay. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I just have to. Right. Uh, but it's, uh, it's, But it's such a know. crazy, like, outlook on society and, like, the way that just, like, the trends were. It's, it's, it's just crazy. It's so crazy. It yeah. is. Yeah. It's a, it says, so, like, now you turn on the TV and you go, uh, I wish I was a child again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, it is, you know what? It is, at least we are changing, right? Because if yeah. we weren't, that would be horrific. Yeah. So at least we're identifying some issues. We need a little work, as right. society has right. yeah. been saying. <laughs> but we're trying. Uh, yes. It, because I find personally growing up, whatever was in the media just dictated my opinion so much, right? Like I'd watch a movie and I'd like <laughs> make my life, I'd be like, oh, well, that's what the movie right. was. And then try and be like, how do I fit into this movie? And who am I based on this movie or TV show? And it's right. really weird. I don't know. Well, sure I, I also think here. that like we grew up in a different time. Like there was no social media, and like mm. what we saw on television was really like what we, I guess, would think was the thing. But now like kids have like access to so much, just everything. There's so much content out there that you can kind of find your own niche and your own lane whereas back then it was like okay we watched this channel and that whatever they played on that channel was what was the norm that was the hot girl that was the jock that was you know and that was kind of even oh though you God, knew it was a right. movie you still subconsciously i think ha it had like some kind of impact on us for sure i had to you know so but now with like tiktok and youtube and all these things people can find their own idol like or path of sorts path or whatever they want to yeah. watch you know or a content creator i don't know I don't know what I'm saying. I just, I mean, I, everyone's a content creator now too, right? right Which is kind of right. funny. I go, oh, you know, yeah. I see these little kids and they're very successful. And I go, oh my God. Yeah. You're like, oh my they're... God. Oh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Please teach me child. Teach me. <laughs> I don't understand the hashtag, right? You just go really... <laughs> it's crazy. Crazy. But that's like, that's why there's so much, it, it's still as much as I get disheartened with the industry, I go, there's, mm -hmm. there's so much more opportunity now than when I was a child. Like I'm right. going to film something on my phone, put it out there and see what happens. So and, crazy. But yeah. equally thankful that I didn't have that access because I probably oh, would have true. made some crazy cringe stuff when I was 12. So <laughs> that lives on forever. So thank God I also didn't have that. <laughs> Oh, you, you know? don't have you don't watch your home videos? My God! Oh, the films I made as a kid. <laughs> right, exactly, exactly. Imagine the we world. Made, saw that. Um, do you yeah. ever watch Hocus Pocus? The, the... yes. So uh, yes. we we made uh, my out of focus a Hocus Pocus story. Ah! It was um, it was great. It was. Was it, it on was like really... a camcorder? Oh yeah, old Amazing. school camcorder. Yeah, yeah. Amazing. Oh yeah, it was. It was. Uh, we didn't get past like the first two scenes. Uh, no, it just. But... I'm like, I need the shot. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, you're so serious as a child. Like it's life oh, or yeah. death. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. Especially because I'm working with my siblings. I'm the oldest. I go, you guys, you're fired. You guys, come <laughs> <What>? on. Yeah. <laughs> just can we be serious? Okay, this is a serious yes. movie. <laughs> They're like, we don't care. Like. <laughs> I know. Can we just watch TV, Robin? No, we're making a movie. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 
or else I'm gonna tell mom that you did this or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. blackmail my brothers all the time to make movies with me and stuff and film for me. Oh my God, my, my little brother, he's, he's 19 now, but he's literally been like filming my self tapes with me since he was like a child. And like, he's just, he now understands it all. He's not in the industry at all, but he gets it. And I'm like, okay. But I was like bullying him as like a child. Like, how is my self tape now? <laughs> oh my God, it sounds like my marriage. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's it. Is that, I really like joking because during the pandemic, my husband's been my reader and I go, is that the only reason to get married? And I go, no, right. it's not, Mike, I love right. you. Uh, a built-in self tape. Usually, <laughs> yeah, he's usually tuned in for the parts where I say shit about him. So sorry, Mike. Uh, Happy early birthday. birthday tomorrow. Okay. Yes, to there you go. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's so funny. Uh, oh my gosh. Happy early. His name, his name is Mike. Yes. Happy early birthday, Mike. <laughs> what are you guys doing? What are you guys doing for his birthday? Oh well, he's doing a course online, so mm. he's uh, he's very busy. <laughs> Oh, well. It's got a lot of stuff going on while working and, yeah, I'm, I'm stressed. That's the thing. I'm stressed out as acting is. I go, oh my God, his job is so stressful. So it's, it's every, I find every I job has its own yeah. thing, right? And it's so hard to, to kind of get sucked into, oh, acting's impossible. Like everything's impossible nowadays. Mm -hmm. It is so hard to, right. to live. I don't that's know. what I said. Like, I feel like you just have to like pick what you want to do. And if you truly love it, then like all that labor, all that hard work, it's worth it. It doesn't, it doesn't yeah. feel as like treacherous, I guess. I don't know. Like for like for my birthday this year in October, I literally spent the whole day and weekend editing. Like all my friends were trying to get me to go out and stuff. And I was like, I don't, I just want to do this. I just want to work on the show. I don't want to, I don't want to go out. You know, I love you guys, but like, and that's because it's passion, right? And it's like, if I didn't like it, if I didn't want to do it, I would have been probably crying. <laughs> but like, I was happy to do it, right? So you have to pick what you want to do and then just go for it. And it's gonna be hard. Nothing is easy. Like literally nothing is easy, no matter what career path. These days, I feel like everything is so oversaturated, you know, and it's like, okay, just focus, just do what you want to do, work hard. Yeah. And, you know, I'm sure you'll, you'll, you'll find some sort of success somewhere, you know, so. I mean, you hope so, right? But yeah. at least while you're doing it, you enjoy it more than not, so. Totally, exactly, exactly. That's, that's what my whole point is. Like, at least you're enjoying the hard work, right? Yeah. And I, I feel like we're trying to redefine what success means nowadays, which is kind of yeah. nice. We're trying to, because I, I, I love to set the bar impossibly high so I can really fail. Uh, right. know, just like, <laughs> let's set impossibly high standards. It's really good for your mental health. Highly recommend. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> well, why not? Why not, though? Why not try, you know, to shoot for the stars, right? Or shoot for the moon? And, and that's right. And that's what I say. Because <laughs> if I don't aim that high... Then, like, you know, even if I just hit mid-level when I aim super high, I go, oh, okay, I guess yeah. I kind of did stuff. Right, yeah. right. All right. Exactly. Exactly. Why not, right? So, yeah. It's, um, I wanted to ask you, I love these rants we're going on in between, by the way, but I want, yes. why is it called 911 Podcast? Oh, my God. Thank you for asking. I oh, have this welcome. really crazy, if you know me, like, I cannot stop saying the number 911 no matter where i freaking go i'll see it on license plates i'll turn on my phone it'll be 911 it'll be like i'll see it oh, on i was going on a hike in vancouver and i saw like 911 on a tree like literally just like on like a sticky note on like literally it was like it got to a point where i was like at, at, like am i going to die like do i have to call 911 something going to happen like i don't it got really crazy and then like when it came to like 
we already finished Cascadia and we were about to put it out. I was like, I need a production company name. And I was like, why not just call it 911? And it actually means something. I looked it up, it's angel numbers. It means that this is where you're meant to be. And I think it's really cool because it was like at the time with everything going on, I you know didn't have an agent, I was dropped and I felt like I was lost. And then I did this whole podcast thing. It, it was cool to know that that is where I was meant to be at that time. And um, this also just sounds cool now on podcasts. So I, well, that's why I yeah. thought every every time you listen to something, you're gonna feel like you need to call nine one one because you're gonna get a heart attack. Right, right. That's where I went with that. Right. Because I'm listening to ice cream. I'm going, oh god, call, Mike, call an ambulance. Okay. <laughs> so that's why. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's crazy. I see. I literally see it all the time. I see it on so many license plates too, which is really bizarre. I don't know why, but yeah, I'll always Snapchat it and like send it to my friends. <laughs> I'll see in phone numbers, like phone numbers on a bus, like 1-800-9110. Like, it's, yeah, crazy. I've never commented on my own live, but I felt the need to write 911. Ah, see? <laughs> me. Stop it. I didn't know I could comment in my own live. That was exciting. Amazing. <laughs> That's yeah. such a good story. Uh, my, Thank I'm you. Like, I couldn't, I don't have a good story for my, like, I'm just like, I don't, because uh, I call my production Artie Hard Hard Productions, because I thought, what's I love the, that. like, what's the lamest way to laugh? You know, hard, <laughs> har, har, har. Har. And I'm like, well, RD, and then hard. So that, har, that was, but yours is so good. Ooh, I want to change you. my company name. I'm not seeing any numbers, though. I don't know. How many times do you think you could change a company name? I change no. names a lot. Really? Okay. I'm like, I, I didn't know you could. I don't know. Yeah, actually, I don't know if I'm going to be able to let me. I might be stuck with it. Okay. Yeah. All right. It yeah. 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 I like it. I like it. Artie Har Har Productions. Yeah. I think yeah. it's funny. I smell it. Yeah, thank you. I thought it was. But the more I say it, I go, because then I put it in my resume and I go, looks like I'm some old woman doing it. I told you, I'm like this. I love it. No, I love it. It makes people laugh, I think. Yeah. So, there you go. That was the whole point. The reader go like, exactly. either confused or that's the thing. If you're confused and don't get me, no, yeah. thank you. But if you chuckle, I go, okay, cool. We're friends for life. It happens. Yeah. You get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. I was told I move a lot during my podcast. So obviously I have a swivel chair to enhance my movement. I don't right. listen to feedback. I make it worse. Uh, so How are you not backlit? I was going to do like a, beside my, my window, but I thought I was too backlit. Like, how are you not backlit right now? Oh, okay. So I only open this one side, but I have a lot of windows in front of me. Oh, okay. Well, like to the side. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Because this one isn't open. I thought it through. I've been testing right. it out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah, I, I tried, I tried to, like, I went to different windows in my house. I'm like, this doesn't work. <laughs> I, I give up. I like your light. I think it's great. Thank you. Thank you. It's, it's windows. <laughs> because here's the thing. If I did it directly, so it would be this way. Right. Then you would, then you'd see things and I go right. no right. That's, so now it's kind of like a cool vibe there were birds that just flew by that was fun uh, but <laughs> now it's uh yeah kind of like downtown where is she ominous ominous yeah. is my favorite city word girl of the day yes city girl I know <laughs> uh, I, I love just, that I I love I love hearing the story behind things are made because like, here's the thing, when your agent dropped you, which is also, let's have a discussion on that. Like 20, yeah. I know this happened to a lot of actors, yes. 2020, and then a lot of agents said, okay, clean the roster now, which mm -hmm. I have questions and concerns about, but it is what it is. I get it. Because I, I get it in a sense, like it is not easy being an agent. I do understand that. Yeah. But also like, where else are you gonna go if the trend is everyone's dumping actors? 
Right. Other than like, am, do I start my own agency? Like, what right. do I do here? Right. It's, it's very confusing, the agent-actor relationship. I, I can't wrap my head around it. And that's right. why I have no agent. But that's... <laughs> there you <laughs> go. Right? I have an agent now. Like, I, I ended up getting an agent in the end and everything. It was all fine. But I was just so tired of just, like, sitting around waiting for, yeah. like, the career to happen. And I was like, let me just do it myself. You know, I know so many people... I know so many talented actors, like, why not, you know? And, um, you know, with Ice Cream, it was a little, it was a little hard with that because there's a lot of children involved in the show. So right. I had to go through, like, go through other agents and like the union and all these things. Um, but I, but because of that, to answer your question, I guess, like I understand what the point of agents are because I, they helped me so much with like, just like scheduling and getting everything involved. They did so much. I worked with the characters agency for that and um, they helped a lot. Oh yes. You gave so them a they, thank you. Yeah. Yes. They, they really helped. And so I, yeah, so I understand. I think, especially for children, a hundred percent, right? Mm -hmm. Because this is a business of, you know, I think of the auditions I go to, it's in my basement. I go, mm, I'll send a salt tape. Now, thank God you can, because of yes. pre-pandemic, I'm like, wow, what are these auditions? Will I die today? Right. The amount uh, of rooms, yeah, yeah. I, oh my gosh, I gotta write a book on this stuff because oh I don't God. know if, do you remember your weirdest audition story? <sighs> or maybe like top 10. I feel like the weirdest is always hard to choose. You go, which one is the weirdest? There okay, I have one, I have one. Okay, okay. It wasn't like a weird casting director situation though. Well, kind Good. of was. So no, I was auditioning. Me too yeah, yeah I, I was auditioning for the show. It's a really big show. If you're watching this, you definitely know the show. It's a teen CW hit show. Okay. okay. And it was in Vancouver. And um, ah, in the Arthur, theme, of course. Okay. Yes. Yes. It's based on a comic book. Anyway, um, the scene was I was supposed to make a sex tape. And I was supposed to film the person having the sex tape. And like give a massage and like kind of do sexual acts in the audition, like in the scene. And of course, why, why, why this scene? Like, why, why can't I, why don't I do this? In, you know, anyways, it's fine. So I go in and I'm doing the audition and I'm doing the like massaging and like, it's just like very, the whole role is very creepy. And so we finished the scene and I'm like, I'm just kind of coming out of it because I worked so hard on it. I was so focused in the, in the, in the scene, in the performance. And the casting director, he goes, he's like, wow, like, good job. I can tell you've done this before. And I, I thought he meant like, I thought he meant like, oh, like you've practiced, like you've worked hard on this before. So I look at him in the face, I'm like, yeah, yes. And then it's silent. And then everyone starts dying, like the casting, the camera guy, the, the assistant, everyone starts laughing. And then I clicked in what he meant was like, oh, like you've done this like sexual sex tape act before. I was like, no. No, 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 that's not what I mean at all. No, sorry, I thought you meant I, like, I practiced, I've done this. Like, I thought you meant, like, oh, good job. You, you know, you worked hard on this scene. Oh, my God. So humiliating. I was, like, red. And then I was, like, no, and then whatever. And then I left, and I was, like, I'm either going to be blacklisted from this guy because he probably thinks I'm a crazy sex person, or I'll get the role. Either one. And I ended up getting, like, shortlisted short for it. <laughs> but I didn't get it, but I was like, okay, at least he doesn't think I'm a creep. So, oh my God. True, you know, true. or maybe he does. I don't know, but yeah. That's funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a weird audition. I know when they were auditioning Handmaid's Tale, there were oh my scenes, God. I, I used to get, like, um, an email from my agent, like, are you comfortable doing this kind of role right. or the scene? Right. And, because sometimes they have to see you give someone a lap dance, and I go, right. 
Well, either the person that's the reader is having an awesome day or it's an awkward day for them, <laughs> right? right? Like, what is happening? Right, which one is it going to be? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because you know what? The things they don't specify is how far do you take it, right? Yeah. It, yes. And it's, I know there's- I feel like you don't have to audition that. Like, just tell me what the seat is going to be and if I'm okay with it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, why, like, but when it's physical stuff, like, no, yeah. Like, what if you say, yes, I'm okay with it. Right. And then big budget, you're going on set. Surprise, they're not okay with it. I do understand right. why they have okay. to see it. Yeah, I see that. Because, see uh, that. look, okay, back in the day, I used to lie a lot on my resume. I don't do that anymore because I'm right. mature. But, you know, all these <laughs> skills that I had, yeah, I can juggle. Yeah. Sure, one ball, that's called throwing, Robin. You know, like it's not, <laughs> it's not a skill. So uh, I, I get the need and no, people... I the desperation of, of yes, like I'll do whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I never thought of it like that ever just until now. I was like, why are they making me do this? This is so silly. Of course I'm going to be able to do this on that. But they want to see you in an awkward situation if you can handle it. And then on set, if you book it, then you'll be fine. I, I, well, also yeah. if you're professional, right? Because yeah. like, you're not, this isn't a, like dry right. humping the camera. That's not what the seat, you know, it's not right. a corner. Right. It's a, right. uh, or is it? But no, or it's not. It? Uh, yeah, I don't, or whatever. Choose your own adventure back to the podcast. <laughs> but <laughs> it's, oh, that story is really funny though. I don't think, I think yeah. it's just a really funny, I think that's a story that people that were in the room would tell. Because they probably knew yeah. that you didn't get it. That, I think that's no, funny. I think that's it. went right over my head and they all knew yeah. too. And, I, and it took me a second to clue, clue in. I was like, what? Oh, yeah. How about you? What was like your worst audition? Oh, God. I mean, I could honestly say all the callbacks. Um, yeah. Not, but it's. I think the biggest thing with auditioning for me is just not understanding things sometimes. Yeah. And so I'll go in and give it way either way too much energy or not enough energy. I just did not understand the scene, and that I just feel awkward when I, I either didn't understand the scene or I just didn't give it my all because yeah. I was scared, and that's when I that's when I feel icky. But yeah. I don't know my, I don't have a funny one. Do I have a funny one? Hmm. I asked the questions. I'm never ready to answer them. They're Sorry. Questions. You're the host. No, no, it's fair. <laughs> no, I, hmm. I, I do sometimes think that, like, sometimes I'll give you very vague character description, scene description, and you're like, okay, well, I can go either way. Which one is it? So maybe. But you know what? And that's, I think, because I, I like working behind the scenes now because yeah. It took me so long to realize there's no perfect audition. And totally. it's just like, this is, if you interpret a character that way, fully commit to it. Right. And that's, that's the biggest thing for me because regardless of if it's what they wanted or not, the acting's still gonna be there. You fully oh, committed to your version of it. Yeah. Uh, instead of this haphazard, oh, maybe this is what they wanna see. So I'll give them no, a little column sure. A, column B and yeah. And that's something that I really enjoyed with like, before I did the podcast, like I really loved, I know this is like an unpopular opinion, but I did love auditioning so much because it was, as an actor, like you don't have much control. Even when you book the role, there's someone directing you. After even you shoot it, there's somebody editing you. Like you really have no control for the most part. You have to bring yourself, you do your work and that's all you hope that, you know, is, is good enough. But like an audition is literally the only time you can like fully be creative and have your control. But even then you have a cast director trying to like, you know, tell you sometimes, which is fine. It's all your, I get it now. Like I'm now the other side with the production. I understand it, you know? And so, you know, I think that's something else why I want to do the podcast because I had control. I was able to be creative fully. Whereas like musicians, they can write a song, put out a song, they can do their own thing. And it's like all their, we don't really get that, that control. Right. And like, I enjoyed it so much. And so 
now when I'm casting the shows, sometimes they'll be like an amazing actress or an actor. I'm like, oh my God, they're so good. But they sound too much like our lead and I need separate different voices because I don't want them to get confused. And so I see it now, you know, I get it now. And it's, I think if anything, it helps me as an actor because I, I understand maybe I did a great job, but I look too much like so-and-so or the lead or I'm too tall or too, so many variables. And that's why you can't take it personally. All you have to do is do your work give what you have and be confident with your choices. And it's truly out of your hands. I, I, that's the biggest thing I can say, I guess. Yeah. Hands. And just have fun with it. Because at the end of the day, you're probably not going to get it. <laughs> it's, so, I mean, that's savage yeah. but it's true. Have fun with it, right? Because there yeah. was a time where I just started, I'm like, I'm not having fun. Yeah. So many times, right? And then you so kind of take a step back and go, this is supposed to be fun. Why, why would I pull myself through this if it's not yeah. fun? Weird. Yeah. And it's, I'm not saying I'm never not going to have fun, but it is, I think once I start subscribing to the idea of like, okay, well, I have all this information. I'm not going to impress this casting director because they already know, there's only a handful of casting directors. They know what you can do. They call you in, they know, whatever. I'm going to go in, do my best, enjoy myself, have fun with it. Probably not going to get the role. So why am I stressed out? Let's just go and do what I, as long as it's like in the parameter of what they give you and you're like not fully off track, like you should just have fun with it. And it took me a long yeah. time to though it took me a long time because I was trying to impress everybody and do the most and I was very stressed out and yeah now I'm just like it's fine and those are the it's, ones that you end up booking I'm sure right you know so it's I, I was making a joke the other day I left a message for my um so the last guest I had on I was yes. very cynical about the audition I hate this I was so upset about a callback and I ran into her that night which was another funny story um yeah. shout out to uh, no I can't give a shout out because I don't remember the show name but you were great good job okay. Tara uh, yeah. <laughs> remember the show something Shakespeare you guys were great whatever uh that's a great shout out this is why I do what I do but yes. um I I was so bitter about that uh callback I had and then I got this audition for a, the exact same role and I just couldn't stop and I literally I'm like 10 30 at night filming it I don't care I'm so angry and then yeah. I booked it and I'm like because I didn't like I was just out of my head I don't care I'm filming like here you go. This is the character. I know this character. I should have done this character as a call. But like, I just put so much on the yes. callback. Yes. Like, I just put so much energy. I'm like, I need to book it because I know this character because I deserve it. Like, right. oh my God, calm the fuck down. Right. It's just like, breathe. And also, it, it's so frustrating because I'm like, I always want them to tell me, but I'm like, no, this is the character. And this is, I have to yeah. just let myself do what I think it should be instead of waiting for direction and permission. Yeah. And that's what I find is so, so interesting. Cause when you're like, this is the character, a hundred percent confident, there you go. That's when you go, Oh, that's all it is. Oh my God. It's so easy. <laughs> what have I been doing this whole time? No, it's really not. It's really not that deep. Like it really is I know, not that deep. Right? This is that you take all these classes and workshops and everything. They go, you Oh, know. okay. Be it, be a snake. And I'm like, but but also let's just not let's just yeah. be this human being that they right. want to be like not that hard yeah I think you know classes are so important and they're good and you know I think they're amazing for like beginners and always to keep training it's, it's always good but like once you have the tools and once you know what you're doing just have fun with it again it's not that deep but you know what also work with people like you or people that are creating right because again yeah. what I'm doing more behind the scenes I learned so much Right. Like, I love that you didn't direct yourself because when I try and direct something that I'm in, it's mm -hmm. terrible. At least I'm not good in it. No, no, I'm like, sure they, everyone, no, no, I was terrible in it because I'm, <laughs> I, it just, I didn't hit the marks as a director and editor. I go, no, 
I needed more no. for me. But it's everyone hard. else did great. Uh, because yeah. it's so hard to be objective when you're in it. So right. it's, I think it's really, I know people can multitask with that, but personally, I, I would love to have a director um, yeah. because ugh, it's, it's just, there's so I mean, much because, keep in mind, there's so much yeah. going on. Like, I, I don't, it's just, I, and I, I, you know, as a producer, like I'm still not fully in it in the studio. Cause I'm like, okay, lunch is in an hour. I got to make sure that everyone, and then I'm, I'm listening. Okay. That's going to be a hard edit. So can we redo that again? So I'm kind of also helping the director. It's like, it's a lot, but to have Antonio, shout out if you're in here, Antonio, I saw he was. Antonio, um, there's so much love. Okay. I know, but he really, it's just like good to have someone in the vocal, or no, in, the, in the, the other booth, not the vocal booth, the control room, I guess, who could just be like, okay, Adam, that didn't sound right. And he's very honest, you know, didn't sound right. Let's do it again. More sinister in your voice or more sweet in your voice. And again, things that you wouldn't hear when you're just working because you're focused on your, you know? So to have, like you said, an outside perspective, it, it's always, it's always good, but it's not always but easy, even, it's hard. It's yeah. not, and, but you know what, like the collaborative nature that is happening, or at least what I see from a lot of my friends, it's yeah. just, it's beautiful. Like I love collaborating with, and I always like, I used to make a joke a lot at Slash, I still do all the time that I hate working with people. Uh, <laughs> like I, I say that, but I actually, I don't. Um, I only hate working with people when they don't show up and they ghost me. <laughs> do not do that to me, I will lose my shit. But, and I don't hide it well, but, if um, I I I'm, I'm getting better at hiding it, I am. Um, I but also, know. like, if you're watching this now, you know who you are. Um, it's disrespectful. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Made fine. me mad when I heard that. I, I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, it's fine. It's never, uh, yeah, yeah, it's not. <laughs> but I, um, I think what's so, so great about working with other people is, especially if I'm open to a, a piece that I wrote or something that I'm trying to create, is they bring such an amazing new perspective fresh eyes or right. let's try it this way and i think and, and then it just it's such a better end product and i never totally. i like this is pre-pandemic robin would not be relating to not post-pandemic but whatever time frame we're in right, right now you know right. that that version of me but it's it's just so important to be open and know yeah. that when someone gives you feedback it is to make you better right exactly. it's not like oh i'm giving you feedback actually okay there are some sick people out there and that's right. a whole other story of giving right. feedback to make them feel superior and you just distance yourself right. always you know? haters but you you have to know when it's like a hater or like critical feedback you know yeah and i've known that like with my with the first show i think it just came out of like insecurity like who am i to be doing this like da, da, da. so like that's why i surrounded myself with like a whole team of people to help me because i was like i don't think i can do this on myself but thank god because i there were so many things that came out of that that I didn't even think of. I was like, oh my God, that's a totally cool idea. Let's do that. Da, da, da. And so now it's like, all I want to do is surround myself with people who want to be collaborative and work. And that's why I tell the actors, ad lib, add your own stuff. Or what do you think about the scene? How do you like, we just discuss so much in the studio because I think that it's, like you said, so important. And then people have different perspectives, right? And it's, yeah, I don't know. More brains are better than one, I guess. I, I understand how if it's a really big production, you know, we have to stick to the script. Right. We're very tight on time. I understand why everything can't be collaborative. Totally. I do get that. But I do, I can usually tell when a project is collaborative or not, you mm -hmm. know, based on, there's just something that you feel when you either listen or watch something and go, hmm, that looks, that looks like there was some tension there. Yeah. Oh, sorry, <laughs> sorry. Or like, oh, they're having a really fun time. I'm picking right. up on this fun. Okay. I you can like feel it. the vibe. Vibes don't yeah. lie. You can feel the vibes yeah. for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So. 
Oh my god. Yeah. Okay, I can keep talking to you. It's been over an hour. This is oh my, my god. Has it? Uh, what? Yes, it has. I know. This is like you're very easy to chat with. Hi, Victor. Um, Hi, Teddy. I don't know if that means let's go for another hour. I'm sweating in the sun, so I'm not <laughs> going to. It's uh, two o'clock is peak sun. So right. <laughs> well, I had the best time talking to you, and I'm so happy that I got to come on your show. Oh my and gosh, thanks for coming on. Thank you for talking to me. It's been so, it literally didn't even feel like an hour. I'm shocked. But I, I can yeah. keep talking to you. We're not going to because uh, you have like <laughs> podcasts to write and do. You have stuff. You're very busy. Uh, I, sleep so I, ha I have to sleep. I haven't slept in forever, so I'm sleeping. That is true. <laughs> Please uh, catch up on the jet lag. What is it, three hour yeah. time difference? Yeah, which yes. is crazy. You wouldn't think that is, but I do get jet lagged. I'm literally like... It's an hour for, for every hour. That's a day you have to sleep more or something. Exactly. That doesn't sound... Say it smarter, but that's <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. The jet lag. Uh, so... Yeah. <laughs> I, I took a red eye. So, like, I didn't even sleep on the plane. And then I'm just like... Ugh, like, my whole sleep schedule is all messed up. And I'm just like... I'm just tired from the podcast. And I'm just... I'm just going to sleep forever. So. so the solution from finishing a podcast is to go into another podcast. I love that for you. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I'm addicted. <laughs> well, actually, though, I think you were on other podcasts, too. So I feel like that's all in the story in which page? Your 911 podcast page? Sorry, say that again. Sorry. Were you a guest on other podcasts, too? Did I see that? Or was that like I... Another podcast? Like a, like a talk podcast? Yeah. Were you not promoting yourself somewhere else? I don't know. I did a oh, quick yes. like. Yeah, I've done a few yeah. different podcasts. Yeah. 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 Talk about it. Yeah. Should we, should I we listen I to it. those? Like, is there, is there yeah. more to it? Like, will they pull a little more behind the curtain and we'll be, oh, well, we didn't talk I about that. Well, I have a show coming out. Ooh, I don't know if I'm allowed to say it, but. Um, oh, okay. Don't say it. Okay. There's a show. Watch it. There's a show. Follow, this so much music. Okay. This much music BJ who I've grown up watching and I'm so honored to be on his show. I mean, you might know who he is, I'll tell you after, but it's coming out soon. He hasn't announced it yet, but it's coming out. We go really deep into like the whole child actor stuff and Ooh. some things that I've gone through and yeah, it's, it's, we, we go really deep, so. Okay, I mean, okay. Yeah. yeah. So this is like warm up, kept it low. Yes. And yes. then we go deep dive into exactly. Cascadia. No, uh, that's. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, any. Any final thoughts? I hate that question, and yet I always feel uh, compelled to ask it. I feel like just, we covered a lot. Yeah, I just want to say thank you for having me, and also just thank you for everyone for listening. Like, it's, again, I'm always just so shocked that anyone has, and it's just so cool that I can create stuff and people are interested, and I'm just honored. So thank you very much, everyone. Yeah. Thank you for creating interesting stuff to watch and listen to. Thank uh, you. So, yeah. <laughs> I always say watch because I visualize it. That's why I keep saying watch. Good. That's you know what I mean? Point. Yes. I want you okay. to make it in your mind what these characters are, you know. So thank you yeah. for saying Yeah. But thank you for joining me, everyone. Thank you for watching. Thank you to future viewers for watching. And have a good one. Bye. Bye. <laughs>